It is a fascinating community that has everything you could ever want and everything you ever need. Number 9 isn't just a starter home, but it is in fact a family home. Do you have children? Vivarium 2019 Vivarium? Vivarium? Vivivivivarium? Pretty sure that's how you pronounce it is Vivarium. 2019 was released originally supposed to go to cinemas, but as you're probably already aware, due to COVID-19, this film has been released digitally on Australian platforms, uh, including formats like Google as well as iTunes, and this film's now available to rent or to own, and naturally I was quite excited by this film because I do remember seeing the trailer recently, and the trailer looked pretty out there. It didn't reveal a great deal about its plot, but it detailed enough that it gave me a bit of curiosity. Because let's face it, if the trailer doesn't hook an audience in, then the trailer has obviously failed to do its job properly. So a lot of people are probably wondering by now, what on earth is a vivarium? Well, I'm glad you asked, because I am going to talk about this film today. As always, if you're familiar with the podcast, you know the drill, but if you are new to the podcast, this podcast will not contain any sort of spoilers or any sort of reveal of the twist of the film, but it will contain the very basic gist of the plot, no different than what's revealed in the film's trailer. So if you don't want to know anything about it, turn off this particular podcast and listen to something else, such as Aerosmith, because Aerosmith is cool. But Vivarium follows the film of Gemma and Tom. So Gemma's played by Imogen Potts and Tom is played by Jesse Eisenberg, best known for his role in Zombieland as well as Social Network. So this is actually about a young couple. And so you've got Gemma, who's currently a teacher at school, and then Tom works at the same school, but he does a lot of maintenance and gardening and things like that. But these two are basically a young couple. They're not a married couple from what I gathered from the film, but they're talking about basically trying to buy a home. And at the moment, for whatever reason, reason in this particular time frame it's been very challenging for them to find the right home to find a home that's at the right price and so they've made an arrangement to go to a real estate agent after their day at work to investigate a home further they both end up going to a real estate agent where they meet a young man named martin now martin's a bit quirky as a salesman he seems a bit strange bizarre but uh, martin tells this young couple about a brand new community called yonder which is being developed it's at the right price it's going to have everything that they could ever imagine and the young couple agree to go with martin to look at this home as a potential purchase but what becomes really unusual is when this young couple is looking at this home and they're wandering around with the salesperson of martin martin disappears ever so suddenly and this leaves our young couple, Gemma and Tom, a little bit baffled, a little bit confused. They walk around the house wondering where their salesperson's gone. And they think to themselves, you know what, let's just go home. This was obviously a waste of time. The guy was creepy. They get in their car and they can't escape. Because when they try to leave this particular community, no matter which corner and left turn, right turn they go, they end up going back to their house that they've just been shown. Basically, they are now trapped at number nine within this new community. And that is all I'm going to reveal in regards to the plot of this film. If you want to know more, you can rent it digitally. But let's talk about this particular film. Firstly, I really enjoyed the setup of this film. Uh, the setup is really quirky. It's very unusual and very strange. But thankfully, it doesn't take long for this film to really get into gear. We get a brief introduction to the characters, which was actually quite nice. It was quite evident that this is a nice couple who really do care about one another. And basically, we go straight to the real estate agent and we go on from there. 
But the film sets up so many different twists and, and mystery that, you know, it was very easy for me to get quite curious about what's going on in this film. I had so many questions the more I watched this particular film that once I started it, I said to myself, right, I'm here. I am not moving out of my damn seat until I find out what on earth this film is all about. And I was desperate for some answers. And that's kind of a good investment to have when you watch a film like this. And to call this film a horror film is a bit of a stretch. Like, don't get me wrong, there are definitely horror elements and very tense and very uncomfortable moments that are had within this film. But I would also say there's a bit of a sci-fi element to it, as well as that standard sort of mystery. So let's say horror, thriller, and sci-fi. So you got a number of genres combined into one. And as for the performances of this film, look, I really enjoyed uh, the performances that were brought by Imogen Potts, as well as Jesse Eisenberg. Look, I think they were great uh, actors for this particular film. I really enjoyed their chemistry, particularly at the start of the film as the film sort of progresses there's definitely some character changes that I wasn't really a fond of as far as how this film went and I can't really explain anything further without giving deep spoilers which I won't do but I really like the performances but not so much how the characters sort of develop within the film. There's also a really clever and creative use of sound effects within this film. The film's also got a very light-hearted type soundtrack kind of instrumental, but pay particular attention to some of the sound effects that are used in this film. You know, whenever somebody's eating food, you can hear the crunching and the chomping and all these very unusual but uncomfortable type sound effects, which are naturally utilized to build a bit of tension and just that awkwardness and uncomfortable feelings that the audience members will generally have in this film. Um, pay close attention to that and I, I certainly was very impressed with some of the sound design that they brought within this particular film. And as for the film's reveal or twists or explanation as to what's going on throughout the film, I gotta be really truthful here as I always am, I was left a little bit disappointed with the particular finale of this film. Not necessarily because it didn't explain everything. I think the explanation's definitely there. It just didn't have the wow factor or the exciting factor or something that was equally matched to the investment that was given with this film. The other concept that stays with me, I'll, I'll give you an example, is, is M. Night Shyamalan, who's a very well-known director. Uh, he directed films like Sixth Sense and Unbreakable and Signs, etc., etc., he said once in an interview that when he's doing a thriller or a horror, whatever it might be, he uses what's called the slingshot type of concept, where basically if you think about how to use a slingshot, you pull it all the way back and you let go. So his terminology of the slingshot with one of his films is that when you pull back on a slingshot, that's majority of the film. When you let go of the slingshot, that's your film's ending. And the ending should be something quite big and quite exciting and equally matched to that basically that build-up and that tension that's been built all throughout the film. But unfortunately, when I did watch the end of this film, it it just, I don't know, it didn't wow me. It didn't make me feel like the ending was justified. It was an ending. It definitely was an explanation, but it didn't surprise me. It didn't bring a lot of joy in regards to everything I saw prior to those moments. But maybe some other people might have a different concept to that. That's just naturally how I felt. And I watched this with my wife and she sort of felt very similar to me in regards to the finale and the ending, etc. 
But coming to a close, look, Vivarium is definitely an interesting film. It's also quirky, it's unsettling, and it's odd, and it had my full attention for the runtime of this film. Performances were great, sound effects, sound design was also quite positive. I guess I'm just a little bit disappointed with the way characters sort of changed throughout the film and the direction they went, but also just generally how the film ended when I was probably hoping for that little bit bigger bang in the film's conclusion. But in summary, Vivarium 2019, look, I'm going to give this 5.5. 8 out of 10 and as mentioned this is now available on digital platforms and has been released by Umbrella Entertainment which is a great little Australian distributor but if you have seen this film feel free to get in contact with me and let me know what you thought of it. I do think there's going to be a few people that are a little bit undecided and a little bit mixed and sort of have a bit of a different concept or opinion about what the particular film was about, hidden meanings and etc etc. So if you ever do want to get in contact with me at Walked In Entertainment I actually do have an email address which is now Walked entertainment at gmail.com I welcome feedback I welcome uh, any sort of suggestions if you want to hear a certain film on the podcast then please get in contact with me Uh, I'm also looking for a commercial sponsor for this particular podcast as well so if it's anything movie related please get in contact with me and who knows you might actually hear your own business or your own company at the very start of this podcast Today you've been listening to Peter Walkton and you've entered the Walkton Zone brought to you by Walkton Entertainment And if you are listening to this podcast, I'd like to personally say thank you for listening. And if you're listening to this podcast while you're driving, please drive safely. We'd like to keep you around as long as possible. Podcast has been brought to you by Walked In Entertainment, which can be found on Facebook, Instagram and Letterboxd. To be kept up to date with further podcasts, please hit that subscribe button. And until then, see you next time. Hello, is anyone there? I'm so sick of walking around this house all on my own. I am Jesse Eisenberg for crying out loud. I did my own film. I did very well in social network. I took on the Batman. I took on Superman. I did really, really well with zombies. And if I can handle zombies, surely I can handle Vivarium living in a house on my own. God, I'm lonely.